Welcome to the City of Truth prayer cast with Electra. Good luck. Activating spiritual maturity and breaking tradition. How are y'all doing today? As you know, I have a word for you. So the word for today comes from Matthew 9 verse 14 and it's called Jesus questioned about fasting and it says then John's disciples came and asked him how is it that we and the Pharisees fast but you disciples don't fast Jesus answered how can the guests of the bridegroom mourn while he is with them The time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them, then they will fast. No one sews a patch of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, for the patch will pull away from the garment, making the tear worse. Neither do men pour new wine into old wineskins. If they do, the skins will burst, the wine will run out, and the wine skins will be ruined. No, they pour new wine into new wine skins, and both are preserved. Mighty word, it's a short one but powerful. Really, really powerful. You know, it's it's almost about our capacity to receive, right? Our capacity to receive new information, new anointing, new grace, new learnings. Our capacity to find, discover, and know. Um, And sometimes, again, we have an old wineskin that becomes brittle because that's what happens, right? An old wineskin is brittle. It cannot be stretched. It It cannot contain anymore. And I do think as believers, we do have to kind of realize at all times and have the awareness as to when it's time to do a new thing, to time to be filled with a new thing, and to figure out when that old wineskin no longer serves us, right? Because the point, as the word says, is that You want to pour new wine into new wineskins so both are preserved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's really so important. You know, in this season, I think we are learning so much about our world, about our needs. And I think it has a lot to do, particularly with our Christian walk, where... We've had prior learning about what it means to be a Christian. A lot of us may have grown up in church, in Sunday school, in, uh, um, you know, have been baptized as a baby, possibly been confirmed, whatever the tradition may be at your church. However, I believe in this hour, we are being called to new information new teaching but sometimes you become brittle because you think me i i know it all i've run through the, the hoops i've gone through the hoops that i've you know i've been a part of five different ministries at church I, I don't need this new information do you know what i'm saying 
But it's quite possible that this new information, the new wineskins, are even more important for, to preserve your faith than that of the old. God is doing a new thing, and we have to be willing to relearn and learn in different ways. And right now, I think God is saying, hey, I need you to be awake. I need you to be connected. I need you to preserve your faith, but at even a higher degree. Now, how do we take that up a notch? We take it up a notch by you having to resign some of the things that you thought worked, you know, by having to set aside and let go of some of the beliefs that you thought, oh, I, I have to do this in order to be a good Christian. And embracing certain new principles, new ways of life, new um, or optimized ways of having faith. You know, really kind of pushing yourself so that you can preserve your faith because certainly in this hour, it's easy for you to lose it. You know, if you're just doing it based on tradition and, oh, I went to church every Sunday, it is easy with everything going on in the world, with all, you know, hey, pandemic, sickness, you know, social injustice, police brutality to say, oh, I'm hopeless. But if you really want to preserve your faith, I think it's certainly time to do a new thing because, in fact, there is absolute hope. But you need to be directly connected to the Father. We need to kind of relearn. Relearn what it means to be a person of faith. And what that indication is to you personally. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of us... We know things in theory, but we don't know it for in practice. You know, it's just like you go to school. You may get a degree and you got your bachelor's or your master. And guess what? You have the theory and the concept of what it is for whatever that degree you went to. But sometimes you don't have the practice, right? And even in the real world, that can inhibit you from getting a job because you don't have the experience, you know? And so, and I don't know if anybody's like my, myself, I, I have a degree I have two, and I remember going to school, and once you finish your four-year degree and you've gone through all the studies and you've gone through all the professors and all of that stuff, and you think, oh, I have arrived. This degree is going to break open doors for me. I'm good. But really, the, the level that you've authorized at that point is just the theory. You understand the theory and the general framework for whatever that degree is. And you know, and if you notice, a lot of people do get degrees and then they go into practice with something completely different. Do you know what I'm saying? Because the practice of what they were studying is not was not exactly what they had in mind. And sometimes it was it's very different than what they had studied in school. So they're like, oh, no, I'm not with it. So here we are in this moment where we have to lift our perception from theory. And I know the things of God from what I've been taught in church and whatever traditional practices have been introduced at church, but getting into practice. And when I say practice, I mean individual practice. How do you individually experience God? How do you read your word? Are you reading your word every single day, meditating on it, researching it, digging deep, like finding different translations so you can really get it deep down in your spirit? 
Are you praying? Are you asking God in, in prayer to enlarge your territory, to enlarge your understanding? God, I know I've been trained, conditioned in the theory of you. I want to know you for myself individually, God. There are certain things that I'm still immature in, that I lack knowledge in, that I lack understanding in. Lord, show me the mysteries of who you are. Show me the mysteries of who I am. And this word for that, God will unlock secrets that the world can't tell you. There's no there's no professor, there's no pastor that can tell you the secrets and the mysteries of this world better than God can tell you himself. So sometimes you got to ask him clearly to unlock that for you. Lord, I'm ready to take my faith into a different dimension. Hallelujah. Lord, help me to increase my faith. I don't want to just know you in theory. I want to know you because I've experienced you. I have experienced in you and I am here practicing the love of God. I am here as an avid practitioner of the word of God. I know you tangibly, not because of what I heard or what someone has taught me and information that has been passed down secondhand. I have a direct relationship and connection with you. We have to strive for that in, in this hour or else we will become distracted. Hey, hallelujah. We have to practice to hear directly for him, from him or else we will be, hallelujah, we will become distracted in this hour. He's the only one who can keep you focused. I bind up distraction, hallelujah, in this hour. And all these things kind of taking away your ten attention from God. You got of, to, to anchor, yourself in, anchor yourself in him and really ask him those burning questions, you know. They may not have a forum in other areas for you to figure out this information, right? Because sometimes we're waiting on church or other places to kind of teach us this. No, go to the source. Ask him. Lord, I'm not seeing the, 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 the reaction, the results that I've seen from other Christians. What am I doing wrong? What am I doing differently? What are you trying to teach me in this hour? Why is my walk so different? And in fact, we shouldn't be comparing others, but maybe there are certain suggestions that he has for you in particular to you in particular to your history in particular to your personality in particular to who you are that he can say oh this is what i'm trying to show you only god knows you in and out and can give you a word that is specific to who you are to your dna you have to give him room by asking him the right questions and not to forget about the foundations of whatever religion you grew up, but to optimize that by asking God yourself and not having the inf information filtered through anybody else's view. Not priest, not pastor, not, 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 you know, Sunday school teacher, whatever it is. No, directly to him too. You have to do this. That is your way forward. That is your way through. That is your way to the next level. Now, you know, if you're not ready for the next level, then you won't be asking him that because you'll probably be afraid. 
You know what I'm saying? But if you are ready, right, and you feel that hunger in your spirit, I'm like, like I've been doing the right thing. I feel like I always go to church. I feel like I'm always involved in all this great stuff, but yet I don't have the connection. I would say it's time for you to start asking him. I need a new wineskin, God. I feel like I've outgrown my old one. It's brittle, Lord. It's, it's not stretching anymore. Lord, stretch me. Hallelujah. <laughs> Lord, preserve me. Lord, renew me. Hallelujah. Lord I, Lord, I want the evidence of my faith to be lived in all areas of my life, not just my church life. Hallelujah. I want to speak about God, not because it's the right thing to do, but because I feel you in everything I do. Hallelujah. It's life to me. It's breath to me. It's air to me. Hallelujah. You're in my every thought. I feel that connected and aligned with you that I can't stop talking to you. So not it's not a matter of, of you know, semantics. It's not a, a matter of politeness. Oh, thank God. No, I really mean that. I feel that. I owe you that. Glory to God. You died for me on that cross. I feel you. We have to get into a deeper intimacy and connection. But the only way is to ask him. So my prayer is for you is that instead of kind of seeking him through others and waiting for others to be the conduit to him or the bridge to him, you ask him for yourself. Hallelujah. Come boldly before the Lord in prayer. Ask him, Lord, we've been we've been going through this for years. We've been together for years, and I feel like I've been in a cycle. And I feel like I may be in some kind of spiritual stagnancy and latency. I want to be awake in the things of the spirit. I want to be alive in the things of the spirit. I want to be on fire for the things of the spirit. I want to be connected to the things of the spirit. I want to grab hold. I do not want to miss what you are doing in this season. I don't want to be left behind. Right? As I mentioned in former podcasts, we cannot be lukewarm. It's not the area. We have to choose. We have to choose. Hallelujah. We have to choose you this day whom you will serve. That is... That is the call. That is the that is the question of the hour. And we can't be on the fence about it. We have to decide. And once we decide for God, we have to be able to commit to going higher in him. Not staying at the same level, but going deeper in him. No matter what he may call us to do after that. We should be excited for what he brings to the table after that. You know what I'm saying? He is going to do great and mighty things. We have to let him. But we also have to, to, to show him that we're ready by inquiring of him. Hallelujah. By inquiring of the right things. Let's start asking for him, more of him, not for stuff. Not for stuff. The stuff will come after. Inquire of God. Inquire of him. Hallelujah. 
What do I need to do, God, to be closer to you, to be nearer to you, to seek your face? What do I need to do? Lord, I've seen certain things and I've experienced certain things, but Lord, I want your touch. I want your teaching. I want it straight from you. How? Hallelujah. How, how do I get there? How do I meet the mark? How do I reach the mark of the high calling, which is in Christ Jesus? God loves these things. It shows that you have a heart and a desire for him. Ask him. Ask him. If you're listening to this podcast, you're definitely ready for a new wineskin. But don't be afraid to ask him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, ask him to bind up distraction in your life so that you can hear him clearly. Ask him to remove the foggy places where you can't see or hear him. Ask him to to highlight those areas where you just hide it. You know, you just diminishing him because it's convenient to. Hallelujah. Lord, I, I, I diminish you when it comes to my relationship because I, I, I don't want to hear the truth. Hallelujah. But help me to be ready and be prepared and be open to hearing that truth. Hallelujah. I know sometimes I want to do my own thing. Help me in my obedience. Hallelujah. Help me in my willingness. Glory to God. Help me in my weakness, God. Lord, you know my walk. Hallelujah. You know that this is one of the first times in my life where I'm saying, Lord, I'm ready to be obedient. But I'm going to need your help since it's my first time. Hallelujah. If I'm going to really do this, I'm going to need your help. Glory to be to God. I want to move forward from theory into practice. And when I tell you, those are the things he wants to hear. Those are the things he loves to hear because he's all about your growth. He's all about your maturity. And he is all about breaking that cycle and that pattern that you thought was serving you, but really is not. It's just keeping you on that same level. Embrace the new wineskins. Ask him for it, but ask him what you need to do to get there. Hallelujah. What you need to get out that old brittle wineskin. Ask him. He knows. He knows there's nothing no other human on this earth can tell you. You need to ask for the guidance from him. I pray you've been blessed.